what's it consummate the marriage mm -hmm. Todd and I were a little bit more preoccupied with opening up um, the 75 envelopes that we had and counting all of the money <laughs> people always say like it was the best day of my life truthfully it's not even in the top 100. Crazy Tyler isn't everyday Tyler. Crazy Todd isn't everyday, well, he's a little bit more regular than Tyler. <laughs> There's so much complexity to every relationship. And I think if you are married, it's okay to say, you know what, if I had my time back, maybe I wouldn't do that again. Hello and welcome back for another episode of Tangents with Tyler and Todd. I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm Todd. And how are you doing today? Really good. It is such a cozy night here. It is finally starting to feel like winter. We are curled up on the couch with blankets and pillows. We've got our dog Eddie in between us and it's just, it's so cozy. I find nights in the fall really awesome because the days are like, a good temperature for working. You can be yeah. outside. You're not sweating, but you're not freezing cold. And then you come inside and you just like warm from the soul up, mm -hmm. I find. It's like stew and soup season. Oh. That's what we've been having a lot of lately. It's so good. Oh, like we make it all the time, especially we have this really large wood stove that's in inside the dome. And we always cook. That's what we cook on really in the winter, mainly. Yeah. And Oh, it's so good. Well, even though we have electricity now, we still prefer to cook on it because we're if we're making a soup, for instance, we can put it in our... What is that? Dutch, Dutch oven. oven. <laughs> we can put it in a Dutch oven. Can we just talk for a moment about how this sounds like it could be set in like the 1800s? <laughs> <laughs> we put our soup on our Dutch oven, <laughs> put it on our wood fired. But it oh, is so good because we put it on with breakfast. We go about our day doing work, whether we're having an admin day at the table yeah. and still in the dome, or if we're over building at the house, working in the yard, wherever we are, we don't have to worry about like lunch and first supper because we tend to have two suppers, let's be honest. But like it just kind of cooks at, on its own pace as a byproduct of heating our space. Yeah, it's um, it's a really good benefit of... Like, yeah. of the space. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Why waste electricity on it? Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to answer some questions that we get. So we often get asked about how do we get married? When did we get engaged? What's the story? How do we feel about marriage? What's the secret to a relationship? All of that. Honestly, we don't know the secret. Everyone <laughs> is different and has struggles, but all we can do is share our story and give a little bit of insight into sort of how we've grown together and why our relationship works. Yeah, I mean, we have been together for almost 15 years and there's this like funny saying, I think, in gay culture about how one year is equal to seven years or whatever they say it is. Have you heard that before? I've heard it about dogs. Are you mixing up oh, the maybe poster at the vet? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm mixing up the poster, but people always say that like it's for... I think also to a couple as young as we are, like we got together when we were 17 and 18, we're 32 and 33 now. It's, it's unusual, I would say. It's not like completely impossible, but you don't see it often. It makes me excited to be in my 90s and have been with you for 80 years. Oh, That's wow. what... Like I find very interesting. I hope we make it that far. I hope so too. I really do. That'd be so sad. Yeah. I 
It makes me sad to think about that. Like a world where there is a reality where one of us is going to have to live without the other one. But I feel like we that's like something we can discuss like yeah. another day. Death. Death. That's a good topic. That is a good topic. But let's keep it light. Let's keep it light. Let's keep it fluffy. So <laughs> how did you propose to me? Oh, well, it's a really kind of cute story, I think. It's probably not the proposal that... I think most people would want, like, I have this expectation. But it's the one that I wanted. Yeah, it's the one that you wanted. So Todd and I are not people that are like, r- do really big and elaborate things for each other. Like, that's not how we show love. Perfect example is, I remember a Christmas, we said no gifts except for practical gifts. <laughs> And we literally, so we did each other's stockings because that's all we did. We didn't typically do gifts for each other because if we, we still don't really give each other. If gifts, I need eh? a vacuum in June, I'm not waiting till December for a vacuum from you. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm going yeah. to get a vacuum now. So that's why <laughs> I, I, well, same as like our wedding um, gifts because we were moving, we got we asked for cash because we had lived together. We had all the stuff we needed and we were moving across the country. And also if you're going to give someone a wedding gift, give them cash. Like they need it. Yeah, exactly. But we made the decision to use the money for memories, not items. So we didn't want to use the money from our wedding for a couch or a table or something that we were going to at some point either want to get rid of or it's useful life was going to end. But as long as our brains are pumping blood through them we're going to remember the memories that we have with that money. Mm-hmm. Like having lunch at the tea house at Lake Louise. Oh yeah. Like that was really Wow. Cool. Wow. That like really took me back. I oh, forgot about that. Right. So you, I'm, I'm you, on a tangent off a tangent. Okay. We're going back. So that, let's retrace our steps. How did you get there? I was telling the story about the Christmas that we were being really practical. Okay. And our <laughs> stockings were identical to each other. We got each other socks, the same toothpaste, the same deodorant. Yeah. Like it was literally as if we had written each other a grocery list for the same things and we went and got them. But it was so practical and it was really actually funny and something that I will always remember that Christmas. Just to be clear, is or is that a tangent that that is, is the yeah. original tangent? So now you can go back to the engagement about being practical and how we don't do big things. Now, now that we have all that context, is everyone clear? <laughs> <laughs> so we were just having like a really cozy day in bed, and previously I had went and got the ring that. Todd picked out for himself that he said, when you propose to me, you need to get this ring. He was very specific. Well, okay. When we started dating, I asked you out. You said no. I asked you out a second time. You said yes. Good, because there wasn't going to be a third. (laughs) But, I kid, but I was maybe subconsciously a little bit nervous that if I asked you to marry me, it would be a no again. And I know I would never be able to ask you a second time. Something like that. But it was also... Hold on. So you knew, like, it was always going to be me that was going to ask you? I couldn't do it again. I was too scared you would say no. Had I, like... What do you mean again? Like, how I had asked you out and you said no. It took a lot of... Took a lot of, like, pride and courage and stuff to, like, ask you the second time to go out with me. So I was scared that if I asked you to marry me... That was going to happen again. And I knew for such a big thing, I wouldn't be able to muster it up a second time. Mm. Yeah. 
Interesting. But it also wasn't a surprise because we had openly talked about, um, like, marriage. I do think, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I would assume that most couples would openly talk about their plans for, like, the future and if they want to get married to one another. Like, you and I had conversations that we were going to get engaged. It was just like a matter of when we were going to get engaged. I think you have to, because it wasn't just about the wedding and the engagement. It was about... Imagine being so caught off guard. that Having I, no clue okay. and not, not even me being able to think like, do I want to... Do you think that happens to people? So, oh, it definitely does. You know does, when you actually. see those videos online, it's like, oh my God, I didn't know. I have two theories on that. It's either fake and they knew it was coming like they faked it for social media to go on there probably or the other is they really are surprised and that scares me for that relationship i don't want to judge a book by its cover but like knowing myself i wouldn't be able like that would be a mistake for me to say yes but i feel like you would feel pressured in that moment to say it yeah that's actually really sad yeah like I knew it was coming. It was a matter of time. I took you to the mall. And I, knew I showed that you, you. Yeah, I knew that you would say yes. Maybe that's actually, now that I'm thinking about it more, I didn't feel the need to do something big and elaborate because I knew you wouldn't want that. But we also had talked about it so much that I was just ready to like share that moment with you because we were talking about the future and I had the ring already and it just felt And like, we shared it with my mom too because she called three or four times while you were trying to propose. Yeah. Classic Susie. <laughs> but Love you, mom. <laughs> so yeah, it just it felt really perfect and I I just couldn't imagine um a better fit of a moment. How long did you have the ring? Before you asked me? Um, like only a couple of days, probably. Really? Yeah. Wow. I would have thought it was longer. No, I'm the type of person that if I have a secret to tell, like it's, I like, I'm bubbling over. I have, I have to. I think you should share where you hit it. Cause I <laughs> like, so I'm more so back then. I find like right now life is so chaotic. I'm not very organized like I used to be, but I used to like, be so organized I would know if I wasn't home I could tell what cupboard Tyler was into because he had moved like the cereal box or something like that and I was caught off guard that the ring was in the apartment so what I did was we had this pantry in the apartment that we lived in at the time that Todd stored all of like the cleaning supplies like extra tissues and all of that and there were a few boxes of tissues that I was able to put the ring in like the third box back. So I know how Todd works. He would have had to go through the first two boxes of tissues in order to get to that one. So I knew that that one was safe. And I opened up the side box of the tissues and put the ring in the center of the tissues. So like you'd have to get to the middle in order to find it. Perfect spot. I think it was- So genius. So genius. So I knew I had like, you know, probably like- two or three months or however long it takes for us to get through tissues. I honestly don't know. It depends on how many times I put on a sad movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's where I hit it. And when the time was right, all I had to do was go to the pantry and grab it. Yeah. And it was perfect. I loved it. It was just so casual. It was November. It was a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. We were laying in bed and it was just a natural conversation the way it all came about. Yeah. And... Yeah. Would you change anything about it? No. I I wouldn't even change your mom calling because, 
like it's still it's so funny to me because it was like it was something like you would see in SNL like it really really was because it wasn't just like a couple times it was like helicopter mom category 10 but it was just she was on her way into the city and I had to drop something down to her at the door when she got there so that was also the other thing is like so we got engaged and she was calling to say she was there so I had to like take the ring off and go back down because we weren't like we needed to process that it took us a couple days before we actually told people that we were engaged we went to your um, office work party that night and told no one Well, your parents already knew, though, that it was coming because I had called. Oh, really? Yeah, you knew that. You had to have known that. I don't think so. You called. Really? You called. You asked Timmy for my hand. Yeah. And and your mom. Both of them knew. Wow. You didn't know that? No. Wow. What? How does that go? Like, what? Did you go out and, like, sit down and have, like, dinner with them? No, or? it wasn't like that. Like, I'm sure, like... Did you trade two pig for me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I was a good Christian bail. <laughs> no, I, um... It wasn't, like, anything, like, elaborate. I just, like, called them and said, like, we've been in a really great place. Like, we've been together for, like, five years. Like, gave them the whole spiel and said, like, I can't imagine a life without you in it. And... They were, like, really supportive of it. What would you have done if they said no? I would have done it anyway. Really? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I mean, I... This is the thing, right? I mean, we'll get into, like, our opinions on, like, marriage and, like, how traditional it is and stuff later. But that sort of, like, forms my opinions on it. I'm very grateful that they were accepting but i don't think it should be a requirement i'm sure that's controversial but i don't think it should be a requirement to ask for someone's hand if someone wants to be with the other person that's their business whatever you and i do in our relationship like we make that choice yeah i think it's also like you clearly knew they were going to be completely fine with it like yeah we had our apartment but we pretty much lived at their place in the country yeah. on the weekends like when we came out here like every friday yeah when we would finish university we would like come out come here out, after yeah. class and we wouldn't go back in until monday when we had to go back to class yeah every friday night remember we would play cards, cards with your nan and her, her sisters yeah it was so fun chase the ace yeah yeah so we got engaged but we spent a long time engaged, and I'm actually glad we did because yeah, me too. We were able to plan what I would call the perfect wedding for mm-hmm. you and I. It was, it was very us. It was so. It was originally going to be a backyard wedding, but when we started looking at having 70, 75 people, we ended up with seventy five people, which, by the way, I think was a really perfect size because. It was truly just our closest friends and family. And we got to speak with everyone there. It, like I have a memory with everyone that was at the wedding, which yeah. is a really cool memory. It was also like our wedding kind of served two purposes. So because we were moving across the country, like we got married on Saturday. We It was August 2nd, 2014, the Saturday we got married. Sunday, we went on our honeymoon and we came back and two days later moved Moved across across the country. country. Yeah, it was, it really served as like a goodbye party. It was like a wedding and a, I, it was just, it was everything. It just like, it ended that chapter of our life 
perfectly because it was now like I was done university. You were taking your promotion out west. Like we Mm -hmm. were moving to a city where we knew no one had never been there before. Only like a month before to go and buy our new dream house out there. Yeah. It was exciting. It was the, I think it was really cool, but I'm glad we took our time because I think you can easily spend a lot of money on a wedding. Totally. That like at the end of the day, it is just a day. It is just a day. And you're focused too much on that day being perfect and trying to wow everyone. You should really question if the day is based in love. I totally agree. And like people always say like it was it was the best day of my life. <laughs> no. No. Not even it's truthfully it's not even in the top 100. The- I've had so many amazing days with you and I think that that is what is like that's what a marriage is. That's what love is. Is like every single day choosing to wake up and like making it a day better than the the previous. A hundred percent. Like whether you're married or not. And I mean, you and I obviously have more liberal views on divorce. I think that life is too short to be stuck in a commitment that you're no longer happy yeah. with. But I can appreciate that people have like religious beliefs, for example, on divorce. And for whatever reason, they disagree with it and to each their own. But I think it's really important that if someone says, hey, I can't be in this relationship anymore, that's up to them and the other Mm -hmm. person that they're in a relationship with. Like, who are we to judge what somebody else is going through? A hundred percent. And like, I just think that no matter if like views like ours, if that's how you feel about it, whether you're married or in a common law relationship or just moving in together for the first time, or you haven't even reached that point every single day, you're actively waking up and making a decision to end the day still committed to that same person. Mm -hmm. And I like looking back, I don't necessarily need that piece of paper to help me make that decision in the morning. Yeah. But I say that from a point of privilege as being in a country where same-sex marriage is allowed. And I know there are so many that strive for that. And so I don't want this to sound as though we're taking our view of it lightly. Yeah. See, I think that that's where there's like a lot of nuance in this topic that it's difficult to get your point across without. So like what you just said, it is very true. We should, we should hold like that piece of paper so close to our hearts because think of all of the people that came before us that fought for our right to be able to get married. Yeah. Like that it's been. And like, I don't want to diminish that because like a hundred percent, but then, but we also, at the same time, I think it's fair to question some of the institutions behind what marriage is. And like just the structure and the expectations and the rules and just all of there's so much complexity to every relationship that I don't think it's fair to say that being married is like the answer for everyone. And I think if you are married, it's okay to say, you know what, if I had my time back, maybe I wouldn't do that again because of what the institution actually stands for. Well, it's, yeah. And it's also kind of like, what is is it serving the work we had to do after we got married? Like it was a lot of work getting to the wedding and I loved it, but there was a lot of paperwork afterward. Like things you don't think about all of our documents, our whole identity, because we chose to change our names and hyphenate them. All that 
had to be redone. Our whole identity. Re- Do you know like- what though? I was obsessed, obsessed with my husband. Like yeah. I remember like, and I still like, I love, I love, love calling you my husband. Anyone like when I refer to you, that's like my husband. Yeah. You know, I like it too. It's kind of warm and cozy. Yeah. So that, but that's why it's my opinion on it is so complicated because I love, there's aspects I love about it, but there's aspects that I really hate about it. Yeah. And, but what I meant about the work part too afterward is like a lot of the things I thought marriage was going to give me that I was your next of kin or your beneficiary in your will like all these things i thought that that piece of paper did it doesn't you still have to like there's still so much work that goes into being in a relationship so i feel like a lot of pressure goes into the wedding and being married it where like you should be focused on just the relationship itself because you still have to put in all that work to take care of that other person or have them in those legal documents absolutely and like on the legal documents and like what you were just saying that's sort of the other thing we have a huge amount of privilege living in Canada where regardless of whether we were legally married or not, me being your common law partner would entitle me to all of the rights that I have as your husband, where a lot of places around the world, that is not true. There's places in, in the U S that unless you're married legally, you don't have the same protection. So like, it is an incredibly like complicated and mm-hmm. loaded topic that there really is no I don't, answer to like, you know, it's just, it's like a, it's yeah. a weird thing. Yeah. I think it's kind of healthy for us to like check in with how we feel about a contract that we're in. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Talking about how we feel about it. Like that's totally healthy. No different than if we signed up for a phone plan and like <laughs> chatted if we're happy with our long distance carriers. Not the, <laughs> not to the same extent, but I think you should always feel comfortable to check in with things like this. Like, yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like you and I have a lot of conversations like this where we really go deep and unpack things and try and like understand one another's perspective. And I think that that's a really healthy thing too. Well, I want to like, as much as we've know each other already, there's still so much to you to like figure out. Yeah. I think we went on a really deep, dark tangent there. Um, I think we were talking about our actual wedding. Oh yeah. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) We loved it. Don't get me wrong. Love being married. It's all great. <laughs> no. Can't wait to die together. It was notebook style. It actually was fun. I really did love that period of planning the wedding yeah. as well. We were really crafty. Like mm-hmm. we made so many cool things for our wedding. We told you the story about how we met with like the CD exchange and all of that. Each of the um, tables in our wedding had one of those CDs with our story of how we met printed on it. And like just little details like that, that we were able to craft and put into it ourselves saved us an incredible amount of money. We actually, Todd always says this, but we actually made money on our wedding because we, all the decor and everything we 
did it ourselves. We, we did got it married ourselves. in a barn, but yeah. So we had an affordable venue. We the venue was five hundred dollars. We were engaged <laughs> for twenty one months. Yeah, because uh, we didn't want to put ourselves financially behind because of this day. Yeah. And so we, like the centerpieces, the um, candle holders, I got those on clearance at Target at the end of summer, the year before we got married for like $4. Remember when Target was here for like five minutes? It was a hot minute and they were gone. That's so sad. If you don't know, Target came to Canada and then they were, they literally, they didn't even give it a chance and they didn't stock the friggin' shelves either. Oh, I feel like that's a podcast in itself about their mistakes. Mistakes. You missed the boat, Target. But I do like going to Target when we are in the States. There is something about it. So it hits, it hits different. It just feels clean. Target. Target. So anyway, we did our wedding ourselves, very affordable. Our parents helped us with things. We mm-hmm. made all our the sou- like not souvenirs. What is it? Pe- gift the, bags? The little gifts. What are they what is that? I don't know what it's um, called, but table favors? Maybe. What do you get out wedding of wedding favor? Wedding favor. So all of those we made with your mom. They were little bird seed um things mm. like there was so much that we did to keep it affordable and what then, do you explain that bird seed things so they were bird seed feeders so basically we had found this mixture where you take bird seed and you mix it with like stuff that's safe for them to eat and you put it into we were using heart-shaped cookie cutters that we would hold the shape of the heart and then that was wrapped in like a plastic thing with a little tag thank you from tyler and todd or mm-hmm. something like that see it's little things like that i know that not everyone listening to this is crafty. And I mean, I'm there with you. I'm not crafty at all. But I think there's something more special about a memory memory like that versus just throwing money at something yeah. and spending like X amount on a wedding favor. Like this is something that meant something. Yeah, it was. And like, I have the memories with your mom making them and they at um, her friends from work helped cut all the little tags and stuff. So that part was ready to go. Like it was a really cool experience, but all these little decisions of how we could make a beautiful experience on a budget helped us. But then the other thing was we were upfront with everyone. We were moving across the country Yeah, to move stuff was really expensive. So we purged a lot of our life and rather than giving us a toaster that we just got rid of, cause we can't afford to ship it across the country. This was also before I'm almost positive. Now it is like the societal expectation to give cash for a wedding gift. But yeah. when we got married in 2014, 14. it, I don't think it was as common. I think I people cash still- for everything. Like I, I don't know what you like, so don't ask me to get you a gift. Here's money. Go get it. It's um, the thought of it. Wow. So next, in less than a year, we'll be celebrating our tenth wedding anniversary. Wow. Wow. Time flies. Maybe that, we'll have to do a renewal. That or was- just go on a vacation. <laughs> But that was we'll the, do also, a renewal, but we don't we don't agree with the societal structure of marriage. True, <laughs> I don't know, or a party. No, or I would do, I would do a renewal. See, that's the thing. Like, I think you're, it's conflicting. It's conflicting. Yeah, but I would do it. Back to the gifts and the money and stuff. So we did it affordably, but because we were moving across country, we asked for cash. But then, rather than using the money to then rebuy the stuff 
when we got to Edmonton, we decided to use the money that we received from our wedding for memories over items. We didn't want to buy a couch with it that we know in 10 years the print of it's going to be out of style and we're going to have mixed feelings about getting rid of it. We didn't want to buy a china set, you know, all these different things that people typically do. So instead, we used the money. We went to Hawaii. We had an amazing time. We were able to go to Honolulu and to Maui in one trip. Yeah. Never would have been able to do that before. We went to Lake Louise. Also, and we- a couple of discount queens. You want to get a load of this. Oh, so, yeah. So on Boxing Day, I Christmas believe- Day. Christmas Day. There was this wild flight. We flew from Edmonton to Maui for $450 each round trip. Oh, we- yeah. We made the money go far. $900 to fly to Hawaii for the two of us. It like it was absolutely nuts. This might sound different for people though, if you're in the States or Europe oh, where true. flights are, are more affordable. Flying within Canada is extremely expensive. Like if we so just to, yeah, that's a really good point. To fly from like Halifax to Toronto right now is probably like a thousand dollars round trip. Yeah. It is incredibly expensive. But that But this you could literally fly to the middle of the Pacific. Makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway. So we booked it and went. But that was sort of what we made the decision to do with our wedding gifts. was like the gifts of the memories that as long as we don't get Alzheimer's or dementia, we're going to have those memories with us. And when we do, like, well, well, it was 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 good. good. Well, (laughs) like, you know, we wouldn't have the money either. Yeah, exactly. The toaster. The couch is gone. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was it was a good wedding, though, like. It was still, like, it wasn't, like, a cheap, cheap thing either. It still felt nice. Do you know what I mean? Like, it... I I don't want it to seem like we were, like, feeding Mr. Noodles to people to cut back on things. Like, the meal was good. Yeah, but I mean, like, my parents made made the, like, confectionery table. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we did it, we did it on a, on a really big budget. Like, I don't think many people's family would make the food at the wedding. You, on a small budget. What did I say? Big. Oh, yeah. On- like, our whole budget for our wedding, for 75 guests with food and all, I think was about $6,000. Yeah, it was, which is like now is unheard of. Apparently now weddings, like the average wedding, I think is like $50,000. I am sorry, but no amount of love. I will like- Not for one day. We're going to the courthouse, love. You oh, know? yeah. Like, I can't justify See, this, that. This That's is a down payment on your house. Yeah, A big reason why I get conflicted on it is a lot of people chase that, like, the version of, like, marriage that you see on Instagram, right? Like, the beautiful bride, the dashing, like, you know, Prince Charming. I see those reels and stuff a lot. And in order to have those photos and that experience, it it is, you're literally speaking you're putting your future on hold because unless you're just like loaded some people are just some people like are so rich. rich like i i want to be that rich I, I would love i actually i would always care i would never spend money like that i don't want to be that rich personally but i'm okay being a sugar baby <laughs> no i would be that we rich got person. enough emails last time like <laughs> todd is not taking applications okay <laughs> he is booked yeah is there anything you would change about the wedding, though? Um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change a thing. No, actually, I would have had 
I would have mentally prepared myself a little bit more for doing reading the vows, my vows. I was not ready for how emotional I was going to be. It for those of you like who I think we've shared this before. I think on Patreon we told them the story, but I couldn't speak. Like it took me a long time, like probably like five minutes to do my vows. And I kept like crying, like full sob, sob, like Kim Kardashian, ugly crying. It was bad. I loved it though, because like, (laughs) but it was so not you. I know it's so not me. I was so like overcome by the moment and how our story of just like how I could like cry saying it now, but it's just like, there was a lot of, hard things that led to that moment. And then like looking around and seeing all the people that I love most in the world. And like that moment with you, everything was just like, like it was the safest space. Yeah. But then also like having come out and like, you know, coming to terms with my sexuality and, like, seeing my, like, family there and, like, accepting me. And, like, that was... It's just, like, it's a big... It's a really big moment. Mm-hmm. And even talking about it now, almost 10 years later, it's still... It still just, like, hits me, like, right there. Yeah. I still can't... Like, every year I read our vows at least, like, <laughs> a couple hundred times. <laughs> They're just so us and I feel like they still are to this day so I have the handwritten versions of them still um, in the safe but I have them scanned in case something ever happens because I'm nervous that we would ever lose them and I just ball reading them there I can't even get through them because it's still so true all of it and like it's also interesting looking back at them and like when I think of the where I thought we were going to be almost 10 years later, I sure (laughs) did not think it was going to be here. (laughs) Sure as (laughs) So it just kind of makes me excited for the next, like, almost 10 years. Yeah, and the 10 years after that, and the ones after that. Whoa, 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 let's not plan too far out here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was was just such such a beautiful day. I wouldn't change a thing. Would you change anything? No. I mean, it did end with me with a bowl of chips in between my legs with my hand holding my head up on the table while I dipped the chips into the chocolate fountain. Yeah. Um, well, (laughs) well, that was the end when we left. That wasn't the end of our night. Oh yeah. Remember what we did? We, can we, can we say that? What? Like, okay. So you know how it's like a normal thing to like, What's it? Consummate the marriage. Mm-hmm. Todd and I were a little bit more preoccupied with opening up um, the 75 envelopes that we had and counting all of the money. <laughs> so that's how we consummated our marriage. Yeah. But we also did it while eating the top of our cake because we took it with us. At like four in the morning. Our intention was to save it for our first anniversary because you're supposed to like freeze it and then you eat it on your first anniversary or you can do slices and have it for like however many slices you do. Yeah. Um, but we just downed that gone while we opened cards. Yeah, I mean, just in case anyone was like wondering, we obviously didn't save ourselves for marriage, so there really was no need. Yeah. <laughs> we would rather just open the gifts. Like it and was like <laughs> sometimes you've just drank too much or you're just too tired and it's better to just not. Yeah, plus there's a thousand other nights. So 
on days. Oh. oh my. So being almost 15 years together, what would you say is our secret? If we even have one. Mm. That's a, yeah. that's a good question. I, I don't think that there is a secret. There's not like a silver bullet for any relationship. I don't think, but What would you say? I don't know. For me, I would say communication is huge. And I think that's something that's interesting about you and I is we communicate, sometimes not the most effective, but it is direct. And I find like you and I don't dwell on things. If we're annoyed with each other, we're very upfront with the fact that we're annoyed. Like if you're pissing me off I'm going to call you out on that we're pretty direct I guess with one another yeah and some people might find that off-putting and that's not an approach for everyone but our personalities like we have so much going on in our heads so much we want to accomplish in a day like being in a fight is getting in the way yeah so get your together move on and get over it and like i think like sometimes well today for example we had one of those like in the morning Mm -hmm. you you were at the beginning of today you were not in a good headspace you were being grumpy and dark side of the moon yeah and i was like come on let's be positive let's see the bright side let's get it together and you got it together yeah i did tell you to leave me alone for a little bit because i was finding you annoying and i went and i was by myself for a little bit but you actually listened and i communicated what i needed it works like i think that that is i would say our secret if there is one yeah is like not i know another one actually fester because that's where if we didn't True. call each other out on something right now it in the bubble. moment and think about how, as you replay something in your head, you're adding details and removing details. And you as, especially let's stick to the point here, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was your other one? Um, what I was going to say is never going to bed mad. And it as, sounds so cliche, it's, but it's so true. It's such a cliche. There have been days where we have literally seen the sun rise. I'm not kidding. Like, that's how long it's taken for us to find common ground. I know two nights we went to bed, like maybe two nights, we've gone to bed. In our entire relationship. Yeah. And it is a disgusting feeling. You don't sleep well. No. Just as a policy... And I'm sure that there's people that are going to say, like, that's toxic. You need to have, like, your boundaries and, like, whatever. But for us, really getting to the root of it and, like, talking through why we're feeling that way and and truly listening to one another and hearing each other out has saved our marriage, but I like, think more times than I can count. It's also, like, caring for the person. So if, if a fight happens, it's usually because someone is feeling disrespected, something happened that they didn't like, or they might just be having a bad day or going through something. And so by wanting to get to the root of why that is happening, why are you upset? Why are you angry? Why? It's wanting to take that other person who's feeling that emotion out of that toxic situation because you care for them. Yeah, like that, whoa, I never actually like looked at it through that lens before. But you're right. A big reason is... I'm worried. Like if you're going through it and we're like fighting and stuff, like I don't want you to be 
even when I'm really mad at you, I don't want you going to bed feeling sad and feeling upset and in, in where we're at. Oh, yeah. That, like, breaks my heart to think that. And I think that we're also really good at separating, like, you as a person and how you can be when you're in an agitated state. So, like... Mm. Crazy Tyler isn't everyday Tyler. Crazy Todd isn't everyday... Well, he's a little bit more regular than Tyler. <laughs> uh, me, you got. You want to make sure that I am caffeinated and I have food. Otherwise, oh. you do not... You do not want to see it. It is not good. Tyler drinks an unhealthy amount of caffeine. Yeah, it's... It's going to be something that I'm going to try and work on here soon. I found for me, I switched my morning coffee for a warm apple juice box. I don't know why. I like warm apple juice more than cold. And I find I start my day like just as energized because it's a sugar rush. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't feel addicted to caffeine anymore. That's a very interesting choice. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you're going to fit right in at the nursing home. (laughs) I can't wait for Jell-O Day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you picture like long term would you want to go like if to a nursing home together how do you see that going like say we can't stay here eventually a time is going to come of that course, one yeah. or both can't be here i would i don't care as this is going to sound like a cheese ball answer but as long as i'm with you it does not matter to me at all like yeah. I've lived with you in an RV. I've lived with you in a dome. I've lived with you in a shitty apartment. Like, I'm going to live with you in a million more places. Like, it doesn't matter. No, I feel the same way. Like, yeah, I think it would kind of be fun. I think it would be a lot of fun. We would people watch so hard. Oh, my God. You with your coffee, me with my juice box, splitting a jello, making up stories about everyone. Oh, my God. It would be so good. It would actually be really fun. I... (laughs) really fun to go to nursing home. You know what? I actually, I think that there, this is a very significant tangent, but you know what? Buckle in for a little bit of a ride here. (laughs) I think that there's something to be said about when you get to a certain age, the social aspect of actually being in a nursing home, I would imagine that I would love to go eventually because you you would just get to meet so many people and like have community that you normally wouldn't get exposed to. Yeah, and like some of them have like movie theaters and bowling alleys and stuff. Like it seems like a party sometimes. Yeah. I've looked like there's been a few points through this like living off grid and having no power and stuff where I looked into assisted living. I think we had to reach like 65 or yeah. 70 years. The se- minimum like, is was a little too high for us. But yeah. It was also out of our budget. We got to keep working. Yeah. Got to save a couple uh, more bake sales. Assisted living is no joke. It's expensive. It is. But I mean, you you have someone making your meals like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that they're doing. <laughs> It's like, I guess, you know what the alternative is? Just book like an all-inclusive. Oh, yeah. That's just what, book a year at a time. I actually don't think that they're that nice. I think that some of them are nice, but they're probably pretty expensive. I would say like the average nursing home has some, could do some work on it, you know? Yeah. That's what we would do. We'd go into them. We'd say, listen, you give us 50% off. You buy the material. We'll do the work. And we'll call it even. 
and like fix that place up <laughs> at like 92 and 93 with a camera still on a tripod oh my god that'd be <laughs> way too fun <laughs> Oh my. Any other advice you've got to give today? Honestly, um, I think we've spilled the tea quite a bit on our own personal life. I would rather listen to somebody else's. What do you think? All right. Is it tea time? It's tea time. In case you don't know what tea time is, this is where you can anonymously send in a scandalous situation that you are either in, have observed, or have even just overheard. We want to know all of it. And we're just going to give you some very unprofessional, not legally binding, unqualified, and probably you should not take advice, but that's what we're going to give. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, Some of the ones that have been coming in are wild. Love it. So keep them coming. Okay, you ready for this one? Yeah. I'm a photographer and have all my galleries password protected, especially my boudoir albums. The other day, I get a notification that someone is trying to open one of my boudoir galleries by trying different passwords. It gives me the IP address of the person trying to hack in. So I go down the rabbit hole of finding out who owns that IP. Turns out it's a bank that is currently refinancing my house but it gets better. So I call the ethics line for the bank and explain the situation. They start doing research to find out who in their bank was trying to hack my site. I move on with my day and don't think I'll hear anything about it again. A couple hours later, I get a phone call from a friend of mine telling me that they got fired from their job. They said that their job was doing random searches on what employees were doing during the day and said that they were surfing the net too much and got let go. Guess where that friend worked? That very same bank. Never in a thousand years did I suspect for them trying to hack my site when number one, they're working. Number two, they're married. Do I let them know that I was the catalyst of them getting fired or do I just let them lie in the bed that they made? Whoa. Okay, so he... That is juicy. He was trying to get into her photos. Yeah. Whoa. And boudoir photos, in case you don't know, are like when someone wears like lingerie or like they want to do like, you know, sultry photos for their partner. Tastefully done. Yeah. Or even for themselves. 100%. Yeah. There's Maybe nothing. we should do some boudoir photos. I'll take your boudoir photo any day. <laughs> we do have those Polaroids somewhere. Oh, yeah. Better find Gotta those. Gotta find those. Gotta ones. find those. Those ones those. have been missing for a little too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in this situation, I think that, oh, I think I would tell. Would you? I think I would, because that's such a violation. Like 100% that, I would. I just don't know how I would go about telling them. That's where I get stuck. Like, I would want to, but I think right up until I was in front of them, I would be doing it, but I don't know that I could in person. I would have to do it over text. Yeah, I just think, like, you know what? That person really, like, they got what they deserved. They yeah. they should have. Do you know what you could do? Take, like, the least scandalous one. Like, whichever one you want to, you feel is your most, like, private and reserved photo. I would send that to them and say, here you go. <gasps> that way they don't get the juicy juice, but they get a little bit of the peeling. And then they also know... And you never have to say anything to them. Oh, my God. And you could write on the back of it, too bad you can't afford the rest of the photos because you don't have a job. (laughs) (laughs) You poor f***. 
I wouldn't do that. I would have just sent the digital copy so um, I don't actually have to see them. Mm. Plus, printing a photo is really expensive. If that person wants to True, have that yeah. printed, like that's on, on their dime. He's already violated her privacy. That's true. People are gross. Like, oh, yeah. Not sure if that advice was helpful or not. You really are in quite a situation there. But you got a couple of options, which is nice. It's kind of like being in a roundabout. Which option are you going to take? Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Hope it all works out. And if you want to give us your situation, head over to tylerandtodd.com slash podcast, and you can leave us your situation, your spill the tea anonymously with us, and we'll let you know how we would handle your situation. For now, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. And also another huge thanks to all of you who are leaving five-star reviews on Apple, Spotify, and leaving comments down in the YouTube section. It's It really helps us find a new audience and helps the algorithm. So we appreciate you. We love you all. And we will see you next Wednesday. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.